6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I first told you about it yesterday afternoon, right around this time, actually probably about an hour from now. But the federal government announcing a $5.9 billion aid package to Air Canada to uh, help... Uh, customers uh, to help uh, with refunds, to help with jobs. Uh, the federal government's nearly $6 billion financial support package for the company includes billions of dollars to help the struggling airline rebuild from the pandemic. Conditions of the deal include, there. well, there's a lot of them. Uh, they include restoring regional routes that were previously suspended, job protection for the airline's remaining employees, and guaranteed refunds for flights cancelled due to the pandemic. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland says how the flight refunds will work depends on when you bought the ticket. You will have refunds available for travel that was purchased on or before March 22nd of last year for travel after February 1st of last year that was cancelled either by the passenger or by the airline. Refunds will also be available for flights purchased after March 22nd of last year, but where the airline cancelled the flight. A separate $1.4 billion loan will be used as a voucher refund facility for Air Canada and Freeland says that all Canadian airlines are eligible to receive these loans in order to refund their customers. And Freeland says they are in talks with WestJet as well. We are having good discussions with Air Can- with WestJet, discussions that I would characterize as constructive. And the basic general requirements of the government of Canada, uh, of course, will be the same. Mm, Brett Bala is the publisher of Western Aviation News. He's our go-to guy when we're talking about things in the airline industry, in the aviation industry. Brett, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Jalen. Pleasure to be here. All right. Now, also part of this deal, the federal government uh, is taking a $500 million ownership stake in the airline. The feds are getting back in the airline business. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really see that one coming, to be quite honest. Um, I thought uh, the government of Canada was done when it sold off Air Canada, but nope. The public, we, you and I now own a piece of Air Canada yet again. (laughs) Okay, here we go again. So what does this mean for Canadians, Brett? I think the most important thing, there's two really important things. You touched on the refunds, and that is uh, the one thing that has continued to really, really anger people. And, yeah. and, and social media is full of people still, even up to yesterday, saying, well, where's my refund? So this will buy a bit of peace on that front and, and some comfort for people who've been out, you know, in some cases, yeah. thousands of dollars yeah. for a year. Um, basically making an interest-free loan to Air Canada. So that's good news for them. Um, the other issue is uh, small communities. It's, it's yeah. good news for small communities that found themselves cut off uh, basically through no fault of their own just because there weren't people going there. Um, and, and so for them, it's good news, although it comes with a big caveat, I think, and that is that what about the other airlines who were starting to make inroads in those markets? Uh, I, I have an issue with that. Yeah, so tell us about that. What are you hearing on that front? Because there were other airlines that stepped in to fill that void. What are you hearing? Yeah, and that's just it. Like you, you've got provincial airlines out of Newfoundland that is, 
Rockies filling in a huge void in Quebec and Atlantic Canada. Mm. Uh, you've got Pacific Coastal Airlines out of Vancouver, which is filling in a void in BC. None of them has commented yet because, yeah. you know, they're probably undergoing their own negotiations. Um, but smaller carriers with smaller planes we're starting to make inroads and announce plans to move into these markets. Mm-hmm. Even Flair Airlines out of Edmonton yeah. uh, was planning to make inroads into a lot of markets. Now you've got a private company with now some government ownership and some public loans being told, okay, you have to go back into these routes where other carriers were planning to go. Uh, what do they do? Do they pull their, it, there yeah. still won't be a lot of people flying at the, at the beginning. So what do you do? Do you pull your equipment out? Uh, there's some decisions that have to be made now. Yeah, Brett Ballad joining us this afternoon, the publisher of Western Aviation News. We're talking about this uh, almost $6 billion financial support package for Air Canada, which was uh, announced about 24 hours ago. So lots of conditions on this. And I wanted to ask you about uh, a few more of them. Air Canada has to proceed with the purchase of 33 Canadian-made Airbus A220s. And Air Canada also has to complete its purchase of 40 new Boeing 737 MAX planes. What's that all about? Yeah, the the Airbus A220s is pretty easy to justify. They're made in Montreal, and so that's protecting Canadian jobs and renewing the fleet and buying a smaller plane that probably fits what airlines will need in the next few years. The Boeing I'm having a bit harder time understanding. Uh, other than the fact that it's a newer aircraft, which is more efficient and therefore can be sold as a more green technology, mm. um, it's it's a Seattle company with some Canadian components, but it's not really a Canadian company. So I'm having a harder time understanding that one. And I don't have any straight answers on that yet. All right, so we'll keep uh, an eye on that and, and try to figure that out as we move forward. Of course, it also includes, you know, protecting the jobs of thousands of employees. And I thought this was really interesting because, you know, they highlighted this, restrictions on executive compensation. And I, I'm sure mm-hmm. that there's a lot of Canadians out there that are going to say, good, I'm glad to hear this. <laughs> I think you're right about that because who wants to see public dollars going into huge bonuses for executives? That would just, uh, frankly, from a political point of view, the Liberals would have just really had egg on their face if that happened. So they really had to put in those conditions to say, "Uh uh-uh, not going to happen. So that has kept the unions on board. The Unifor, the largest airline union yesterday, came out and said, yeah, this is a good deal partly because these conditions are in there. Yeah, it's interesting. I just looked over at my text line, Brett, and there was a text from uh, Sebastian, and it says, I really hope there was a condition in this funding that does not allow any of it to go to CEOs or board member raises or bonuses. So, yeah, you know, you have to look at that, but you can be sure that that, there's a lot of folks feeling that way. So the negotiations continue with WestJet. Are you surprised that, uh, I, I guess I kind of thought that this deal would be announced across the board at the same time for all of the airlines maybe that was naive of me i didn't think that they would each be doing their own what do you expect will come from the WestJet one will it be very similar to the air canada deal i doubt it uh the, the conditions to begin with are different and, and WestJet pointed this out yesterday he said look we already promised to return people their refund people uh, their money yep. so there goes that condition it's out the window mm. uh WestJet has already said they're going to go back to all 44 canadian destinations this summer that's out the window <laughs> so now what is the government's leverage um that's harder to say and i can't frankly see so WestJet was bought not too long ago by onyx and taken private taken off the stock market i 
have a hard time seeing them accepting government ownership of even a portion of the company yeah. as one of the conditions. So I, you, you start to wonder where the levers are now to get a deal when you're WestJet. Mm-hmm. Going to be interesting and, to see what happens. And, you know, Christian Freeland, the deputy PM, saying that they're having productive meetings, whatever that means. Yep. <laughs> and, and no, that's exactly the point. No one says what productive means. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it really has been something else. I mean, the last time we talked probably about a month ago, Brett, I mean, you know, these, these negotiations have been on going on for a long time. I think, you know, we touched going back, uh, you know, to the throne speech while there was no money announced there, there was a commitment to the regional, uh, the, you know, getting regional airlines back on track, but this, you know, I, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall to watch all of this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and and in that time, Air Canada has changed uh, CEOs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this, there's been a new transport minister. Yes. And, and, and it's all been taken over by the federal finance department. So, yeah, it would be fascinating to be a, uh, a fly on the wall. Unfortunately, they're all covered by non-disclosure agreements, and they're yeah. all respecting them, which is really frustrating. Now, this this money, too, though, it's it's not, uh, it's not you know, yeah, again, there's all sorts of conditions on it, but there is, it, it, it is a loan, right? It's loans, yeah. It's not subsidies, it's loans. And, and they come with, uh, some of the portions of the loans come with some pretty steep interest rates, almost approaching, uh, over nine percent, almost mm. approaching ten percent. So it, it, these are some steep, expensive loans that are that are being offered. Is you know so what? What does it mean for Air Canada moving forward? What a year from now? What does Air Canada look like, Brett? Um, I think Air Canada looks like uh, a year from now they've got they'll have new aircraft in their fleet with the A220s and A3, um, uh, Boeing Maxes. So their regional fleet will be smaller. And it'll be newer. So in that way, it's a win for passengers. Mm. The airline will certainly still be smaller. It won't be as large an, air, an international carrier because they have to compete against international carriers who have been subsidized almost this whole time. So they'll have a hard time getting back into that market, but they'll be back on their feet. And I think we're seeing that now, even with the summer plans, they're getting back on their feet. What about costs for passengers? I mean, I'm getting so many texts about that. What does this mean for, for you know, when we're able to travel again? And that's a great unknown. They, they, they Certainly the airlines have to set their prices low enough that, uh, that people will want to buy the tickets. Airlines are very, very price sensitive. People, if, if it's too expensive, I mean, I've done it many times, it's too expensive, I won't travel. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you've got people like Flair coming in and saying, hey, we could offer really cheap flights. Mm-hmm. We'll get into this market. <laughs> and those are the people who are going to respond. So now can Air Canada match that? That will be the big challenge. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, one more question for you. What about the airports themselves? You know, we're hearing talk about help for, for airlines, you know, WestJet and Air Canada and, you know, whatever else is, is out there. What about the airports themselves who are also struggling badly. Yeah, all of their revenues are, well, not all, but virtually all their revenues are uh, reliant on passenger passengers going through the facility. And so they're still struggling. They, interestingly, their, their uh, national lobbying group put out a news release today saying this, is, this Air Canada deal is good news because it at least shows that the government is committed to a way forward. Um, up until yesterday, there were 
you know, rumors that the government would help, you never knew. And mm-hmm. so that at least now they have a bit of certainty that the government is committed to reestablishing a way forward for aviation, although they don't know, the airports don't know what that means for them in reality yet. Interesting stuff. Brett, always great to talk with you. Going to tell uh, my listeners to make sure to check out uh, Western Aviation News online. Uh, great website at westernaviationnews.com to find uh, the latest from the uh, aviation industry. Brett, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, take care. Brett Bala checking in this afternoon. So, yeah, an almost $6 billion aid package to Air Canada. Uh, are you waiting? Are you one of those folks waiting for one of those refunds? Have you been fighting with the airline to try to get it back after your trip was cancelled last year? We'd love to hear from you at 780-496-0063. Again, alone not a bailout the money will have to be paid back and it was interesting to hear some of the different kind of sliding scales of where some of the uh, interest uh where the interest on some of this falls on these loans there was uh something else here that i wanted to get to an end on this front here it is um so unifor the biggest airline um, union talking about this as well. Jerry Diaz um, talking about what it means, and he wanted to, you know, just make it perfectly clear that yeah, it's a it's a loan, not a handout. I mean, what took so long? It's it was complicated set of negotiations. There was a lot of balls in the air. Uh, the federal government had the leaf program, but you know the entrance was five percent. I mean, you can get a better rate from a loan shark for crying out loud. So at the end of the day, Air Canada ended up getting the first better part of, you know, a couple billion dollars at about one point two percent. No, the first one point four billion was at one point two percent, and then the rest of the money after that is a sliding scale. But basically, it'll cap out at 1.9%. Okay, there you go. So that was uh, Jerry Diaz from Unifor.